Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I sure love listening to Reed Allen and sing that song. He wrote uh, and produced my theme song, uh, a wonderful uh, musician and artist, a good Cajun boy. Uh, fishing buddy, but he moved out to Colorado. Boy, what a gorgeous place he stays on, too. It's, uh, he sends me pictures every now and then. I'm a little bit jealous. But he comes back home, and Reed and I are going to have to get together and do some fishing. All right, uh, we got some updates on the uh, status of the Pearl River, uh, some more text messages coming in with regard to that. I'll get to those. Also, that uh, Alabama red snapper season that opened last weekend. Got a full report on that. And for your listening pleasure, as always, I got a bad boy story about a black bear illegally killed in Louisiana. And uh, some very strange bedfellows got together to come up with a $6,000 reward. We've got that story coming for you. Uh, 260-1870, area code 504. That is our new text line. It will be from now on, so make sure you make a, a note of that. I got word this week the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission uh, approved the notice of an intent to allow Hunters 16 and older to get their hunter education certification online. Many other states have been doing this for quite a while, and you no longer go through the traditional classroom courses unless you want to because they still will offer those with a field day. But uh, the only options that will be available for those age 10 to 15, uh, you know, is still available for them. But if you don't want to do that, you can simply bypass it. Go to the Wildlife and Fisheries website, and you'll be finding some information there soon when that gets set up. Uh, don't forget about the free fishing weekend uh, next weekend, June 13th and 14th. Uh, hopefully the weather will be better for you to get out there and do that. Don't forget you can get your license. Uh, they're on sale now at uh, current vendors. You can also get them online. That's the easy way to do it. There's been a little bit of controversy over the uh, harvest information permit, the HIP, which is necessary. It's just as important as your duck stamp, your basic license, and your federal stamp to have that when you're hunting any migratory bird, which includes doves and uh, rails, gallinules, snipe. Um, They no longer are going to let the vendors issue those because they just have not taken it serious. If you go in there and you ask for your HIP, uh, they ask you, well, how many of this species did you hunt and what, how many did you did you kill last year? And they kind of, 
according to the wildlife and fishers, when they got the feedback, they said, no, this is no way can it be accurate. So now you have to get it online, and there is a $2 convenience fee for the company that processes it. And, yeah, 2 bucks is what it's going to cost you for a free permit, and a lot of people don't like that, but believe me, I'm, I'm all for it. $2 is, is a drop in the bucket when you're talking about expenses for hunting and fishing, and that is the information they use to help set seasons and estimate population. So it's important that they get that information accurate, not just some fly-by-night answer and response that, that is given to them. You can go to Baton Rouge if you drive there and probably going to spend more than $2 in gas. And if you go to that office, you can get the HIP permit there absolutely free. All right. Uh, let's see. Text messages. Got several coming in. I uh, see Chris Berzaz up this morning. By the way, uh, <clears throat> those of you who are, are Facebook followers, check out Chris's Facebook page. Chris is an outdoor writer. Uh, he and I go way back. And he stays on top of things in the state. He truly has his finger on the pulse of what goes on in the out of doors here. And he's constantly giving updates on there. It's spelled B-E-R-Z-A-S, Berza, Chris Berza. Uh, search him on Facebook or maybe through Louisiana Sportsman's Facebook page. And make sure you get his information. Very good stuff that he's putting out there. And I'll tell you what, it's hard to find uh, writers anymore with a lack of newspapers and outdoor columns uh, Chris does an excellent job. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we're going to be getting some fishing reports, one from uh, Captain Mike Gallo. He's up next. We'll see how he's battening down as we have a tropical watch across the Gulf Coast right now. Tropical storm watch, crystal ball, expecting it to come in later tonight and tomorrow. What's the impacts going to be to the fishing and also to the tides? And maybe you need to take some precautions if you have your camp or keep your boat in the water. Back with Mike right after this timeout. You know, you should never leave the dock uh, without peace of mind knowing that you've got someone standing by 24-7 if you ever need help out there on the water. And believe me, it does happen. Hopefully it never will. But if it does, sea tow will be there. They've got free boat towing. They'll deliver fuel if you need that. Jump start you for electrical problems. They will service every boat you own, rent, or even borrow. 100% coverage of tows from your home dock to a repair facility. How about that? You can't beat them. $179 for a whole year. Find out what the cost of a non-covered tow is, and you will realize the value in a CETO membership. Go online today at CETO.com or call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545. And on top of all of that, they also bring you the Mike Gallo Fishing Report. Mike, what's going on this morning besides an approaching tropical storm? Well, I tell you, Don, I had two boats just leave. They're heading out, going to have a short day, take advantage of the light winds that we're experiencing right now. I'm sort of doing tropical storm preparedness at the Spots and Dots Lodge, picking things up and getting things squared away. Um, you know, normal procedure when you're expecting three to four feet of water, you'd be surprised at things that float that you don't think float. So that's what I'm doing. My, my group decided to reschedule down the road a bit i had a group of four guys staying in the lodge they've been here the last three days fished two of them and they wanted to get the last day in even though it's going to be a short day they picked up some live shrimp at uh, the lake catherine marina and they're going to go fish the local area lake catherine maybe slip out into lake Bourne if the seas aren't too heavy and see if they can catch some speckled trout they've been catching redfish for the last two days 
over in the Biloxi Marsh. So that's what's been going on. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy to tell you that the high winds we had three weeks ago that pushed in salt water is killing off. The salt water is killing off a lot of the grass in the Biloxi Marsh. It's making a lot more ponds accessible and fishable. And uh, they've been very productive over the last week. That salt water also brought in some speckled trout. Uh, had good catches of speckled trout uh, on days. Some days I finished my red fishing early and jumped into the lake and was able to catch some speckled trout. Uh, it's just been a very productive week. We had good weather. Of course, now that all of that may go away for a couple of days, but that'll push in more salt water, and it may extend the trout that we have in Lake Bourne. They may stick around a little longer. So I'm, I'm sort of excited about uh, the current situation we have going on in the Wrigley's area. Mike, you know, the, the plan used to be, let's go catch trout. If we get our limit or get enough trout, then we'll go catch redfish. <laughs> now it seems like a lot of people are going to go the other way. They want to get their five redfish. Well, let's go see if we can find some trout now. Yeah, it is interesting that it happens that way. And, and you know, I, I try to run my business um, consistently. In other words, if I tell you we can go catch some fish, there's a very high chance we're going to be able to catch this fish we're talking about. So when the spillway opens, and that's almost become a regular thing, it's been open four out of the last five years. So I've really concentrated more on redfish in the early spring. And then when summer gets here and we have light winds, I can make those longer runs out to the exterior of the Biloxi Marsh where we can find some speckled trout. But, you know, when the conditions present themselves and, you know, you get a tip. I was talking to Christian from Seto, and, you know, he's not only a Seto owner, but he's a fisherman like the rest of us. So he's out there on the water a lot fishing as well. And um, he caught some trout in the local area, and I guess he made a mistake and shared that with me. So... When I finished up catching my redfish, I wasn't far from where from where he was. And um, I said, hey, y'all want to go look for some trout? Sure. So we ran over and put a dozen trout in the box, and they were pretty, 14 to 17-inch trout. So very satisfied to see that and kind of excited about uh, this little push of salt water we may have coming towards us. Yeah, you know, this is one of those uh, hard to, to predict. It's a challenge for the meteorologist because I've seen everything from uh, the bulk of it's going to go to the panhandle of Florida to, you know, it may end up in Texas, but most of the models are bringing it right dead center of Louisiana. But the intensity seems to be it's not going to be that strong of a storm. But you never know between now and, and the time it's expected to make landfall, it, it, it could very well intensify more than what we thought. But you know we're going to get the high tides, that's for sure, and a large amount of rain. So all that going on. How long does it normally take when you get those storm surge tides that get up real high before the fishing really gets back to being good? Well, generally it's only a couple of days. Um, I think the fish go to deeper water sort of hunker down and then i would imagine they're hungry once all of it passes and sort of the light at the end of the tunnel shows itself and it's safe for them to venture out i would assume they're hungry let's go eat sort of like fishermen we're hungry let's go catch them um the only thing i was telling my customers yesterday that's the only thing i don't like about it happening this time of year i have trips booked daily 
and I like to make a run through the marsh on my own and check all of the routes that I normally fish, make sure a sandbar hadn't developed somewhere that wasn't there last week. So I don't want to run aground with customers and have to call CETO. I'd rather go run aground by myself and have to call CETO. Anyway, I just like to make sure my routes in and out of the marsh are safe before I go in with customers. But if I'm forced to go in, then you just go in slow. You know, in those areas you think might a sandbar may have formed. So that's my only complaint with it is, is I, I need a day off to sort of go check my area and make sure the different routes that I run in and out are still safe to run in and out. Good plan, Did good responsibility. The, Mike, if somebody wants to get – oh, go ahead. I was going to say, did I answer the question? The question – the answer is probably one to two days afterwards, the fish will bite. Gotcha. <laughs> Mike, uh, AA of LA.com, or they can find you on my site, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Had you up there for years. Give them the telephone number if they want to get a hold of you and get one of those trips booked in. You can find me at 985. 985- 781-7811. We'll be happy to accommodate any way we can. All right. See you next time, Mike. Thanks so much for the report. We appreciate it. All right, Don. Good luck. All right. And we come back after this. It's time for your paddler's report. Yeah, you might be able to put that kayak in a lot of places it wouldn't go before when those tides come up. we got Captain Eric Mahabarak joining us in just a moment to give you the Paddler's Report brought to you by Massey's, the sponsor of the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club Report, right after this. Yeah, they call it stroking, they call it paddling, they call it pedaling. I'm not talking about panhandling pedals. I'm talking about pushing the pedals on a kayak with your feet. Yeah, they got those high-tech models. Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club presents this along with Massey's Outfitters. They're located in New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge. Got some of the best kayak fishing models, brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. It's all on their website, MasseyOutfitters.com, and a very popular Facebook page. Captain Eric Mohabarak is one of our two reporters for the Paddler's Report. Eric, uh, what you got to tell us is that we are under a tropical storm watch this weekend. Well, uh, Don, first I'd like to give a big shout-out to Mr. James for returning that young man's kayak. I think that was one of the greatest things that I've uh, heard in a long, long time, especially with the way things are going crazy in this world. I just wanted to put a shout-out to him. Well, you had had a part in that. You had a part in that, and so did a a lady. Explain to people what happened during that week. Uh, Well, uh, Jessica Thompson, uh, she was going fishing, and she noticed a kayak on the road, a little blue and white kayak, and she had posted it on Facebook. And when I had woke up to do the – I think Brendan was doing the show that morning. I can't can't remember. Uh, But anyway, I had seen it, and then I had immediately texted you, and then you had put the word out. But if it wasn't for Jessica, nobody would have known. So that that just goes to show you how fast – word can travel through the social media and and the radio you know because that the radio is what he heard and when he picked up the kayak uh he doesn't have facebook or instagram or anything so he uh he got in touch with his daughter to look up on how to get in touch with you and then that's how it all became part and the young man got his kayak back and uh man that's just you know <laughs> it, it's really good i'm glad to see something like that you know uh, yeah, I had them both win. email me. Uh, Brad, Br- Brad, the kayak Brad. owner, he emailed me, and then James, the kayak locator, emailed me, and I hooked them up together, and he got his kayak back. And, and thanks to 
you and and also uh, the lady who who, who reported it initially. So it was Jessica. It was a really good. Uh, that's Jessica, one of the salty chicks, isn't it? Yeah, she's one of the salty chicks. Yep, she sure is. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, well. Anyway, uh, a happy ending to that story. So, uh, you know, we're glad to be involved with it with the radio program. All right, uh, moving on to fishing. Uh, you find a redfish right. at Seabrook, huh? Yeah, they're catching a few redfish out there, you know, using a, a three-eighths uh, ounce jig head, uh, uh, you know, bouncing it off the bottom, hitting them ledges and stuff along the walls and, and along the catwalk out there. Uh, I wouldn't say that they're pounding them, but they're catching handfuls, you know. Uh, I don't see why you couldn't catch a limit if you dedicated your time into it and you picked the right day. I wouldn't suggest going out there with this hurricane coming, but uh, with a storm coming. Uh, yeah, but they, they're right. doing fairly well. Just uh, your favorite color plastics, you know, uh, whichever one you use, you feel confident in. Uh, confident bait is what I would use out there, you know, and just work it really good. Uh, also, still, Highway 11 is uh, doing very, very well. Uh, I got a friend of mine who's been going out there on a regular basis and catching his his, his uh, redfish and his drum, and he's actually picked up one or two of those flatfish that we don't hear about anymore. So uh, it's it's looking really good out there. I'm hoping that this water that comes in here, uh, that salt water really pushes in, and it'll be great for everywhere, actually. I think this is what we kind of need is a good push of salt water, get rid of some of that river water, you know. Uh, and then uh, let's see what yeah. else we got over at Bay Sons. Uh, they got Gator Cove. They got a pile of redfish up over there in the ponds. Uh, got to use the gold spoons though to get there and Johnsons to get through the grass, you know, because the grass is thick, and uh, that's working good, you know. And then uh, let's see, we got our Dan Randall. He is running a four parish tur- redfish tournament. Uh, you can find him on Facebook or Instagram or any one of the kayak pages. He's been doing uh, some some putting a word out there pretty good about this little tournament. Uh, it's another catch uh, and release photo uh, tournament, uh, but it's fish 24 hours, and you can be allowed to fish within seven day a uh, seven day period. But once you you submit a fish, you have the 24 hours to submit. I think it's three fish, you know, and they have to be I think 27 inches. So that's pretty interesting, you know. And uh, something else. I'd is like it under to, uh, his find. name? It, it's under his name. You can find it on the Bayou Coast uh, Kayak uh, uh, a group page on Facebook, and also uh, Kayak mm-hmm. Fishing Louisiana, and then Louisiana Kayak Fishing. I know he's been putting the word out there, and uh, it, it looks, seems to be it's going to be a pretty popular tournament. So that, that's going to be nice. Uh, he had to push it back a little bit this week because of uh, you know the situation that's coming up. You know, yeah, uh, but, uh, obviously. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I'd like to give a little tip. You know, with this storm coming up, uh, a lot of you know, a lot of people live in apartments and they keep their kayak in the backyard, or maybe they just don't have a place to store their kayaks in. You know, with these heavy winds coming in in town and, and, and or wherever you may live at, and also even if the high water comes, this will, this will save you kayak um, from getting beat up and stuff. If you fill your your kayak up with water and then tie it off to, to something, it won't float, and it won't float away, and plus you won't have to worry about it flying off, you know, because, you know, we know hurricanes and, and storms, how, how strong those winds can be. And that's just kind of an old trick we used to do. My grandfather taught me down at the old camp, old camp down there, and uh, we'd fill the pierogs up and stuff with water when a storm would come and, and tie them off. And uh, it sure sit there the next day, next time they were there, you know, when we'd get down there. 
it depends yeah. on how bad it is, but I guess. But that's a good little, little idea to do, you know, for people who have to keep their, their kayaks outside. I just thought I'd like to throw that out to the folks. Works for P-Rogs and Canoes. Great tip. And, uh, by the way, yeah. the rain will probably fill it up for you. You probably won't even have to put the hose on. <laughs> well, Eric, uh, thanks for the report, as always, my friend. All right. All right. Yeah, that's well, right. You got the covers it, on them, yeah, on the sit-on time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right, Eric, on. if somebody wants to get a hold of you, give out your contact information. All right. You can find me on the Don Dubuque Outdoors uh, website, or uh, you can Facebook or Instagram, the Louisiana Kayak Company, or just call me, 504-313-8292. Sounds good, Eric. Take care, buddy. We'll see you after the storm. All right. All right. See you on the water, Don. Bye. All right, Eric Mahabarak giving us a report. All right, coming back after this, uh, going to tell you what went on in Alabama a little bit about their red snapper season. And also, if you would like to cash in on a $6,000 reward from a couple of organizations that rarely work together, I mean very rarely, I'll tell you how to do that. All coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we have a lot of uh, good Alabama listeners. We have a wonderful station that's been carrying our program, <coughs> excuse me, for years. Uh, FM Talk 106.5 FM WAVH Automobile. So we keep you up to date as best we can on what's happening in Alabama. They had a great red snapper season opening last weekend. Now, they had a couple of days where it got kind of rough out there, but the first day was very good. A lot of people came in with some beautiful snapper. One thing I wanted to point out, a lot of people, according to the Alabama Outdoors uh, department, they said that they have a reef fish endorsement, which is kind of a parallel to what we call in Louisiana a recreational offshore uh, permit, R-O-L-P. Uh, it's a landing permit, a recreational offshore landing permit. It's free, but it's a way that they keep tabs on the number of fishermen who are out there and what they're catching, and it helps keep it under the control of the state. Theirs is called an endorsement, um, and you have to have that. It is absolutely mandatory although because it's new the department of alabama marine resources said they're going to be issuing warnings for now Uh, last weekend opening weekend they wrote 11 warnings that were issued for not having that reef endorsement Uh, they wrote 12 citations for not reporting the snapper harvest which is also a violation and they only had one over the limit case and zero undersized fish citations so uh, looks like they had excellent compliance on the part of the Alabama offshore anglers. Uh, just if you're going to be going out there, make sure you get that uh, reef endorsement. And I believe there is a $10, it's a $10 fee for that one where the ROLP is free, but I guess they didn't have a source to pay for their, their program. All right, well, that being said, we got a, a black bear killing took place in Louisiana last month. We'll tell you more about it and how you can get a reward right after we let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents uh, were alerted about a dead black bear off Hunting Road south of Franklin on May 17th. They responded to the scene, picked up the adult male bear, conducted a necropsy back at the lab, which is the parallel to an autopsy in humans, and it revealed that this bear was shot by a rifle just a few days before May 17th in St. Mary Parish. Now listen to who partnered on this, the Humane Society of the United States and the Acadiana Chapter of Safari Club International. Couldn't be two organizations more philosophically opposed than those two, but yet 
They're in agreement that the perpetrators of this need to be brought to justice, so they, along with the Operation Game Thief program, have teamed up to put together a reward of up to $6,000 for anyone that has information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons responsible for the illegal killing of the black bear. We've got a stake in it, too, because I guarantee you that'll be our bad boy of the week story. If you know anything about it, and believe me, somebody does, because these things rarely are kept to themselves, call the Operation Game Thief hotline. You'll remain anonymous. They're not going to ask you your name. 800-442-2511. You can also report it through the TIP411 program. You text their TIP to 847-411. Or you can on the iPhone and Android app from the Apple App Store or Google Play, and it's all free of charge. Looking for the perpetrator or perpetrators of a adult male bear that was shot with a rifle a few days before May 17th in St. Mary Parish, the location, Hunting Road, south of Franklin. If you got any information, report it, and we'll have a follow-up story when and if and when the perpetrators are found. All right, after this, Ryan Lambert, Captain Ryan Lambert, joins us, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Plaquemines Parish, they always hunker down when we get these tropical storm watches. We'll find out what's happening at the Cajun Fishing Adventures Lodge right after this timeout. And I believe we have Captain Ryan Lambert with us. Yeah, you sure do, buddy. Hey, good morning. What's going on down there at the Cajun Fishing Adventures? You guys don't really have boats in the water, and you don't really feel storm surge unless it really gets bad. What kind of precautions are you all taking down there? Well, it just depends on which side the the wind's going to be on. If you get a west wind, well, even even something as small as this storm will probably come to the top of the levee, if not breach it these days. I mean, it doesn't take any wind at all to get uh, in the parking lots down. But uh, I was just sitting around writing a petition to change the name of Burris to Bullseye, and um, you know, trying to get that changed. <laughs> <laughs> Being everything that comes near near his Burris, but uh, yeah, I, I can't. He's like a big magnet for, for that. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's incredible. But uh, yeah, I had a big troop coming in with twenty people, but. It was going to fish Saturday and Sunday, and being it's going to really deteriorate really rapidly here, um, I had to cancel them. It's it's beautiful right now, but it won't be for long. It uh, it makes you really well. Want to tell us what to expect the... when. Go ahead, Don. I was going to say, uh, tell us what to expect as far as when that water starts receding. We know we're going to get a surge of. We don't know what magnitude, but when it starts to run out of here, what are some tactics to use to to find fish quickly after it return, after it draws out? Well, you know, uh, again, that depends on which wind you get. Uh, you know, I've seen it suck the water completely out where all the boats were sitting on dry ground, and uh, the fishing was incredible because every minute in the world, and every crab in the world was out vulnerable, and the fish were feeding and gorging themselves. I've seen it when it's high and the storm has come out. And they're gorging themselves on that. So depending on which way the wind blows, and we have this opportunity in Beerus because we could go on either side of the river, there's going to be a clean clean spot somewhere in there, and the fish are going to be, you know, usually they're, they're really biting well because either the storm is out or, or every single thing in the world is out. So, you know, historically we've done really well after a hurricane. So I think 
you know, we'll get right back to business. We're going to wait till Wednesday to get started again and, and, uh, and you know, just get after them, just look for the bait, look for the clean water, you know. We'll know. It's probably going to be a northeast wind, so that east side of the river is going to get thumped, but the west side will be good, and there'll be a, a surge of clean, you know, salt water come in there with the surge. So um, we've been doing well anyhow. I mean, the boys are catching specks and reds, and I went out Monday and got it handed to me. That it was no tide, and I went all the way to the islands. I caught eight species on plastic and never saw a trout. <laughs> It was uh, it was tough to say. <laughs> well, one of those eight happened to be a flounder. No, not one flounder. I had some world class ladyfish. Yeah. I want you to know. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't get away from them. <laughs> then after that, I said, "The heck with this." I'm uh, not interested. Uh, no, we had to take <laughs> off and go sight. I got a story I tell them about ladyfish. Yeah, <laughs> I had a bad experience with a ladyfish. But the reason I asked, I got a picture, uh, Captain Ahab, you know Ahab, Ron brought us. He just sent me a beautiful picture of uh, five big flounders that he caught last weekend with 50 trout. And one of these flounders is about mm, more than twice the size of a Gatorade bottle. So that's some nice flounders. And we picked up four last week fishing out west. Uh, But, you know, I don't know. know, They're talking about flounders in trouble. But, you know, and they said that it's more related to environment than it is overfishing, which they're blaming on the speckled trout decline. But I saw where North Carolina put a full one-year moratorium. They were having a problem, and they were concerned about flounders. So they put a ban on them for one year, thinking that the flounder would come back and they'd move up in size. And it has not worked for them. So I guess that proves that it wasn't the rod and reel that was, you know, overfishing the flounder in their state. So I'm not sure what Louisiana is going to come back with as far as a a remedy to try to bring back the flounder. But I believe, like you do, I know you've talked about this before, you think that that BP oil spill with that that core exit, you know, had some effect because flounders spawn offshore. Oh, without a doubt. You know, I saw a picture this week of uh, a boat fishing charter, and they had the whole front of their boat full of big flounders. And they said that was the first time they seen them in years. So apparently we're getting some back. The boys are catching a few here and there. But it's not, you know, normally in June you could go catch a limit of 10 on, on a point somewhere. So hopefully they'll come back. You know, they're in the east. They're, they'll come back. And Mother Nature's so resilient. Look at the trout this year everyone's catching trout the trout are a lot nicer than they've been you know everything comes back it's not so much overfishing as habitat and 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 when you throw something in there like oil spill in a freeze you know it takes a while for it to come back but it looks like this year we're having the uh, best trout year and best tuna year for that matter that that we've had in a long time and the snap are going to be great i mean they're just you look on your depth finder and they're just wads of them down there so you know it it looks like it's going to be a, a great fishing year this year. If we ever get to go fishing again <laughs> with, uh, you know, the correct uh, COVID and now the, a hurricane. But, correct. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm, I'm not scared. We're going to, when, it, when it all comes down and the customers are able hey. to come back and the corporations let them fly, I'll be there. Uh, you've been through it before. This ain't your first rodeo for sure. Yeah, how do you say? Ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, uh, tell people how to get a hold of you if they want to, you know, get some information and maybe get a, a trip booked down there. You large, small group, you can handle it all. Tell them how to find you. 
Yeah, go to CajunFishingAdventures.com. And a lot of people said, you have availability. I have tons of availability for, for this summer still. So <laughs> any locals that want to get on a good trip, yeah. just just give us a call. We got 12 guys sitting there waiting to go. So hopefully we'll get cranking back again soon. And, you know, I think the world's going to lighten up a little bit. Uh, just out of curiosity, duck uh, bookings, you know, a lot of times you book well in advance. Or are you getting as much play on duck hunts as usual, or is that slowed too? Um, everything's slowed, but it's going to start. You know, I ho- I'm hoping this, the river's at 14 foot. I'm hoping this, this surge doesn't hurt us too bad because it's northeast, and it's going to push that in, that salt water into those marshes. But the river's at 14 foot, and that's going to help save a lot. So I just hope we don't get a direct hit with 60-mile-an-hour winds to tear down the duck potatoes and that kind of stuff. So we'll just have to see. But, uh, yeah, we we book it up, and I guess, you know, it, it comes. And it, come August, everybody will start really booking then. Yeah, well, teal season's not that far away. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about it. Don't worry. <laughs> I know you have. I know me and you both. <laughs> Ryan, have a good one. I uh, hope you make out okay with this thing. We'll check in with you next week. Thank you, buddy. All righty. Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. All right, coming back after this, I'm going to get to those uh, rest of your text messages that came in at our new number, 504-260-187. I'm also going to explain about that uh, online hunter safety course. Got a couple questions on that. Back with that after this. All right, in the few minutes remaining, let me get to our text line, our new text line that is at 504-260-1870. And here's a text that says, a new texting line, Reed Alleman moved to Colorado. I can't take all the changes. How's the fishing? If you haven't been, it's been great. you got to go, but maybe not this weekend. All right, here's one that says, I'm not seeing the new info on the online-only hunter safety course. Where can I read about it? All right, it, they filed a notice of intent, which means it's some legalese that they have to go through before it's finally approved and put up in, in use. If you want to get more details on it, when you go to the Wildlife and Fisheries website, look under the news segments, and you'll see an announcement about the approval to allow people 16 and older to get their Hunter Education Certificate online. Now, if you're 10 to 15, 10 is the youngest you can be to take it, and 15, if you're in that range, you do still have to go to the class and the field day. That was part of the, the new rule that they're going to be instituting. All right, here's one that says, went crabbing by UB Avenue past Thursday. 12 nets, caught 80 crabs, kept four dozen, fished three or four hours. Not bad. You know, one way I like to take kids crabbing, bring a little uh, Zebco rod and reel and tie a chicken neck on and throw it out there with a cork. And when it starts moving sideways, uh, reel it up slow and get the net under it for the kid. And, boy, they love doing that. All right, got a question. Anyone catching croaker fish anywhere? You was able to catch them just about anywhere. Yeah, well, you're looking back a few years ago when uh, edible-sized croaker were plentiful. They had tons of them offshore at the rigs. They were in the open lakes and bays. Pontchartrain used to produce a lot of them. Uh, there's still thousands of them out there, but you find them in bait shops, so they're coming from somewhere. And every once in a while, somebody will catch one incidental to a redfish or a trout trip. But for the most part, uh, targeting croakers is kind of a thing of the past, and who knows what it'll take for them to come back. All right, um, oh, the Pearl River issue. Yeah, so a lot of people texted me and emailed me and called, wanted to know about that 500 million gallons of sewage 
that was dumped in uh, to the Pearl River in Jackson, Mississippi. They had a flood problem. Uh, this is this text is from someone in Mississippi, and they say, you need to sue the heck out of Jackson, Mississippi. They have the attitude they are better than anyone else, and rules don't apply to them. Well, I don't know what Jackson, Mississippi's attitude is, if a city can even have an attitude. I guess you're talking about the elected officials there. But it's very difficult to sue municipalities, believe me. But uh, certainly being able to make them pay for their mistakes, because believe me, it's a big cleanup and uh, requires testing and analysis, and sometimes people lose the use of it. So it certainly stands uh, to reason. All right, oh, Paul Patty texted me. He stayed up all night, caught four garfish, the biggest one six feet long, picked up two catfish and two dozen crabs. Paul, you're going to have a great seafood buffet tonight. i got a feeling about that. All right, here's one that, uh, from someone who sent me an email on the sewage bill. He contacted LADEQ and was told they were unaware of it. How does the Department of Environmental Quality not know about 500 million gallons of sewage headed down one of its rivers? After a lengthy and very long conversation with the director, I felt better with the monitoring capability of the state. The key takeaway is the lack of notifications from Mississippi and no procedure to make this happen. Well, are you surprised that they're not real proud to announce that? But it should be law that if those things do occur, they have the responsibility of reporting it to the proper authorities. i got to agree with you there. All right, it's been enjoyable. Hope it was for you, too. We'll see you again next week. We do this each and every week, beginning at 5 a.m. Central Time. We bring you fishing reports, outdoors talk, all that stuff you and I love to talk about. Be safe with this tropical storm. See you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.